0: Happy fucking Friday! Friday. It's award-winning
1: Two weeks you had to wait Scott for Cat. that one, everybody. Powered hey. by Tony Johal. Hey. How, how, how are you? You're Good, how are you? Good. We have a big announcement coming or up, first it. off, it's Friday and our friend Dave Blazar joins us. Uh, Dave, you're here for the announcement too because it's partly your fault. No, <laughs> yeah, your
2: fault. My fault. <laughs> my, uh, first of all, congratulations for getting rid of the stigmata, cat. That, Thank that's you. good.
0: I laughed my ass off listening back uh, to the podcast as I was waiting at the doctor's. And it was, by the way, I never even mentioned the podcast or what it was, but it was a cold. That's how sometimes I catch a virus or a cold. Is it, it's, my eyes your go eyes? red. It's happened before that. And the eye doctor says it's just like kind of when you get an ear infection or something, it's a version of a cold virus. Ah. And it was not. I'll also have, you know, guys, it was not. She says it's actually not considered contagious at all.
2: So you, wait, you caught a cold, but it wasn't, how do you catch it? But it's not contagious. That's what I was
0: wondering too. I, but she said, don't worry. You're not like, I think she she means in terms of other viruses that can be like airborne mm. or something like that. She said, unless someone like stuck their fi- their finger in your eye, which I don't think anyone did last Friday, then you're fine. I was said, there anything okay. in your eye? Uh, no, no. It was, uh, yeah, it was. It's happened to me before. No one farted on
2: your pillow or anything like
0: that? No, it was not pink eye. I specifically asked. I'm like, is this, but if it was pink eye, it would have been around me, and it's not. Yeah,
2: nobody Nobody else. Nobody farted
0: on my pillow. Nobody shat on it, from what I can tell.
2: There's no fecal remnants. I
0: didn't rub my eyes in anything (laughs) weird. I did not venture in that territory, and I don't ever plan to. Uh, So, no, it wasn't that.
1: Cat's been living with Amber Heard. Damn dogs. Sure, it's the dogs. Uh, All right. So we have a big announcement that that we said we were going to do, and and we'll do it in, uh, I'm not even sure what the best way to do it is, but I I guess a little bit of background. Uh, Kat and I have done morning radio for many, many, many years now, and and that's going very, very well. We love our home at 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener, and it's amazing. When we said we have a big announcement, a lot of people read into that to think that we were going to announce today that we're quitting.
0: I already got like three or four DMs. What? Because I, I hinted, what? I just let people know we have an announcement. So listen to the podcast, you know, for full details and I'll post about it. And so many people are like, oh no, are you leaving a station again? Like, Yes, we're announcing, we're making a big <laughs> announcement. Our boss is joining us for the
2: announcement yeah. that we're quitting. We want to get everyone <laughs> all riled up and all happy Bring and excited. Everyone, big announcement! Big, oh, we got confetti cannons and everything and... You're leaving. I know it comes no. from a place
0: of fear, though, and I do appreciate that because a lot of the people are mm. like, no. And and what I the hint that I did give them is it's quite the opposite.
2: Good. That's okay. what I
0: gave. That was my hint. That was my reply.
2: Well, what was the general response to that, though?
0: Thank goodness. But okay. they didn't ask any further questions. They're like, okay, good, as long as you guys aren't quitting. <laughs> okay,
1: good. No, we do really like it here at The Beat, and we're going to continue doing that, our morning show, and we're going to continue doing the podcast. But we have a brand new show that's going to debut this coming Monday. And for this, we're going to do something a little different. It's a little outside of our comfort zone because we're used to doing morning radio. But we're also going to be doing an evening radio show. And you're going to be able to hear it on a fantastic radio station that I've been a big fan of for a very long time. It's got a real big signal just north of Toronto. It is... 93-1, 93. one Fresh Radio in Barrie.
0: We are so excited to be part of the Fresh Radio family, too. And like you said, I've been a big fan as well. Anytime I've been up north, that is the station. So we hope that you guys will put it on in the evening. You can catch us in the evening. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah, we're going to start at 6 o'clock. And we're going to go right through till 9 o'clock. And we're going to talk about some of the things that we talk about in the morning show. We're going to talk about some things that you don't hear in the morning. We're going to cross-reference some stuff from the podcast. And we're going to try and make... Evening radio a little bit different from what you're used to, no matter what station you listen to right now.
2: Yeah, Fresh 93.1 is is one of those stations that, that has an amazing lineup. And I think this bolsters it even more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you listen to that station and you're going to know there's some big, awesome personalities to talk to, to listen to, and to interact with. That's a huge thing. You guys have done such a great job with the interaction on 91.5 The Beat that taking this to Fresh 93.1 just makes sense because there is that connection. As soon as you start talking about something... Somebody wants to ask you a question or elaborate on it or share their opinion and that's a special thing to have so uh, we know there's going to be people at the end of the day who are going to have things in mind that they want to get off their chest and they're going to want to hear you guys talking about it so it, it's just a perfect fit to compliment Matt and Tara who do the morning show mm-hmm. uh, at fresh they're fantastic uh, great lineup throughout the whole day so really really excited for this I think it's going to be very very awesome to uh, to add to that to, to add to that team and it's my team now, so yes, <laughs> it's, it's kind of great to, to be able to, to share the, the great resources and, and the awesome shows that you
1: guys are doing um, and the talents that you guys have across the board. Well, we are excited. 6 till 9 p.m. It's weird to say p.m. I'm very much an a.m. guy. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> 6 to 9 p.m. Starting Monday, we're going to be on Monday to Friday on 93.1 Fresh Radio out of Barrie. Fresh 93, fresh, one. fresh
0: 93 one oh, we'll did get I used say to it, it. Wrong? that's
1: you're gonna have that, to good sta- say that good right. well, good start somebody the, better send them don't out. worry it's
0: just a soft opening the grand openings on monday so we'll do better by monday uh 93 one. you can also i know there are a fair amount of people that stream us on in kitchener too so let's say you're outside of kitchener and you don't mind a replay yeah stream us uh, from fresh from anywhere as well yeah. in the evening
2: on the radio player canada app just yeah. like you would find the beat same thing with uh, fresh 93 one brand new show uh, yep. All right. Can I just say it's kind of funny because I remember back when, um, this is a little inside baseball, but we were uh, creating graphics to promote the After 9 podcast. And the original one that was, <laughs> was sent had a bunch of stars and moons in the well, background. I knew. And Kat was always like, this is so weird. And it, it, I think it took a while for all of us to get why it was weird. Yeah. But she's like, after nine doesn't mean after 9 p.m. Yeah. It's after 9 a.m. <laughs> so why are there stars and moons <laughs> like on this graphic? A, it was like
0: a late starry night, like with fog yeah. in the background. I'm like, that's not right at all. It's like a Halloween
2: thing. You're like, is it always spooky season?
0: Yeah. And you, it dawned on me there was no specifics on we mean after 9 a.m. because they're a morning show.
2: The yeah. person in the
0: graphics department, I don't know, they just, I'm sure that they were just doing the best they could thinking, yeah, late night show, great. So now <laughs> that
1: your show's on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. We that I will go back and yeah, use those yeah, original yeah. graphics. Good.
0: Good,
1: good. <laughs> um, I'm going to run a couple of scenarios by you because I think this is a fantastic social experiment that was done. 10 different scenarios, and you have four options. You can do something, you can say something, you can call 911, or you can do nothing. So I'd love to get your reaction, guys, on a couple of these different scenarios and maybe. You'll find yourself in these scenarios someday. So let's give it some thought. And wherever you're listening to After 9 from today, at home, at work, or in the car, uh, think about it. Play along here with us. Here's scenario number one. A man is making sexual advances towards a woman, and that woman appears to be severely intoxicated. Ooh, guy trying to pick up the drunk chick. Are you going to do something, like physically intervene? Are you going to say something by verbally intervening? Would you call 911 or would you do nothing? cat? that's a tough one. Drunk girl, you got to worry here, right? Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm not doing nothing. I'll tell you that much right now. But I would ver- I would go in verbally first. I'm not going to get physical in that kind of scenario because I don't know who this guy is or how intoxicated he is or who he's traveling with. There's like a... Pack of them So I'm absolutely Saying something Yes What what
1: does that sound like Is it going to be like Hey Buster Get your hands off That girl (laughs) Hey Buster (laughs) Hey
0: Buster No You know what it's going to be Actually I'm going to talk to her
1: Her Yeah And I'm going
0: to pull I'm going to pull her in with me Like hey uh, There you are Come with me. And hopefully she'll go along with that. And I'm sure she probably will be, if she was that intoxicated, she'd probably go along with whatever. And then I'd get her somewhere where I know that she's going to be safe. That would Hmm. be my go-to.
2: Would you How involved would you get, though, if this girl is intoxicated and is is kind of going along with it, but is also clearly not able to make smart decisions in that moment? Is it, but he's got a civic. Uh, you know, like, and, you know, you know she, she's convincing you that, that no, 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 I want to be part of this. But but knowing full well that she is in a rough state.
0: Yeah, I would still I would just inquire a little bit more like, OK, cool. bud. before you get her into your car, though, I need to hear from like, who did she come with? I need to know, like, do you know this guy? And hey, because everybody tr- usually travels around with their friends if they're drinking. Right. So if it's an Oktoberfest event, for example, like, who did you come here with? Because I'm not letting you No, I'm not letting you in there with this guy if you're saying that he's just some guy like if that's your boyfriend if that's your what significant other whatever it is or friend good friend i kind of almost want like the proof of it because what man. behavior
2: do you need to see to know that something's weird or you know not everyone interacts the same way not yeah. everyone's good at it either right yeah. and and they could just be super awkward at trying to pick somebody up yeah um what behavior do you need to see to jump in to say, whoa, this doesn't look great? Right.
0: I think like trying to be discreet would be like a red flag for me. Like, hey you get in the car, get in the car, like come on. Come oh, on, like come that come come kind on. of thing. Like not making a scene. Where cause if you're like a buddy who's just gonna drive a get person in the car. Yes, if you're <laughs> and how how many of us have been in that scenario? Like get your ass in this car ho yeah, let's yeah. move like get in here if you're like a friend of that person or you know someone you don't mind being loud about it and i find those who are like come on come on or a little more like trying not to ma- get anyone's attention hmm. so i would watch hmm. for that probably
1: could you scare the girl off could you just totally oh, boogity, boogity, boo. no. like that
0: <laughs> i don't <laughs> think <a mad> <laughs> stay away from it
2: <laughs> i don't think you're gonna go boogity boogity boo his penis will bite you yeah he has got teeth <laughs>
1: I meant, could you go up to the girl and and reverse it, flip it around and be like, hey, girl, get your fucking hands off my man. That's my guy. You stay away from oh, him. Oh,
0: that could that could be. But then the ah, guy. Yeah. The but, guy
1: would walk up and be like, thanks for the block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Either way, she's going to cock block him.
0: Either way. I'd be. Yeah. I mean, I do what I have to do. I didn't. I wouldn't want to involve police unless I felt like this was a serious situation where this is getting a little too far for me. Because usually those p- kinds of people will run away scared anyway. They're like, oh, I'm not getting involved in this.
2: Can I tell you what I would do there is I would it's not call nine one one but if it's in a bar or if it's in a nightclub or something like that and I have done this I'll point it out to security mm-hmm. they've got yeah. better eyes for yeah, the, they they've do. been trained better to yeah. to keep an eye on this sort of stuff and they right? might
0: know the guy right like yeah. they, this might be an ongoing situation at that establishment or outside of the establishment you never know
2: yeah I, I'll I'll defer I'll watch and I'll kind of try to pick up as much as I possibly can and be like this doesn't look right you want to just keep an eye on it and I'll I'll just defer it to them. Because yeah. I, I trust that. And I, don't, I also don't want to get punched in the
1: face.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. No we either.
1: are fairly evenly split on this. 42% of people said they would do something. They'd physically intervene. 53% said they would verbally intervene, say something. 45% said they would consider phoning 911 over that.
0: Mm hmm. hmm. I or, guess it
1: depends on the setting.
0: It does, because if nobody's around and then he's almost being like forcing her into a vehicle, yeah, that's a scenario where you call 911. But if we're talking in front of a club, a little bit of a douchebag trying to make a move, maybe you're not going to opt
1: for a 911 call. Like, come on, bro. I got two sips left in my bottle of Smirnoff. <laughs> Hang out with me. 8% would do nothing. 8% would just look the other way, like, not my business. Yeah. Not my business. Yeah. Wow. Here's the next scenario. A man hits his dog in an abusive way. (gasps) Oh! Would you do something, say something, call the cops, or do nothing? Because me, I'm probably, I try to be as level-headed as possible, but I just don't know what I would do if it was an animal. Well,
0: the tolerance for that, I mean, come on.
1: You you hit an animal, and you're probably going to have to deal with me, as good or bad as that is. So I might even be in the do something category there. Mm-hmm. definitely say something definitely say something yeah
0: cat. if you called 911 would they come is my question Like, uh, because uh, how many times have we seen this before or heard of this before like my, my neighbor literally abuses his dog I've seen these stories before like my neighbor literally abuses his dog leaves him out all day and night in the freezing cold I've seen him hit him call the police and the police will do nothing That's what I've heard before. Now, I'm sure it differs from, like, depending on where you're talking about. We've got
2: a coworker who had that exact situation happen like a year ago. Really? Yeah. And he told me that, so he lives in an apartment building and there's like a house that's down, you can see it from his balcony, and uh, the guy was leaving his dog out all the time. Yeah. And it was cold and it was barking. And so part of it was a noise thing. But also at the same time, he was concerned for the it's dog. Abusive. Yeah, so he ended up calling the police. They came and they said that um, they're going to get bylaw involved. So bylaw kept coming in and giving the guy tickets for, for yeah. you know, it, probably the noise was the first thing that they, they ticketed him for. I don't know what they ended up doing with the animal. Because as far as I know, it's not illegal to, to do that, but it's also not a smart thing to do. No.
1: And, and not very good at all. Yeah. This is another one where we're, we're split. 42% would be prepared to do something. say they would say something. Half would consider calling 911. Only 7% said they wouldn't do a thing. They would just keep on going. Drunk girls in clubs or dogs? Which one do you pick? Yeah. You can only pick one.
0: (laughs) I might save a dog. I might save a dog.
1: A person who appears to be very intoxicated. Keys in hand is getting into their car. Looks like they're going to drive. Do you do something, say something, call the cops or do nothing? I think I'm asking them first to get a little more information. Really? Like a
2: stall tactic. Huh. Hey, but are you, are you low-key calling the cops while you're doing that? I think I'm assessing the situation. I huh. think I'm doing a... Hey, are you okay? just noticed you're kind of stumbling a bit to the to the car. Everything, is everything okay? And the response from that will mm-hmm. tell me
1: what my next step should probably be. Well, what if they say, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I, I got a bad ankle and uh, vertigo. Well, <laughs> I think it's different when they say. <laughs> All the things. A, oh, yes, thank you, sir. I have a bad
2: ankle and vertigo. Or if it's like, it's fine, I got some vertigo, and <laughs> and a vertigo and a fankle. A virginal. <laughs> yeah, I have a virginal ankle. <laughs> Then I would be like, okay, there's something going on over here. <laughs> I did this over the summer with a, a van that was driving super erratically on the 401, got up to the uh, the en route on uh, in Cambridge, and he pulled up to get gas. And even then he was like hauling ass to get in there. So I got out. I took a picture of the license plate, mm-hmm. called the police and just said, listen, this guy's been shouldering and he's been in and out like crazy for a while. I think it was like Milton was when I first ended up beside him, and I was like, there's a few times where I was afraid he was going to hit me uh, and other cars. So I said, like, this is pretty aggressive driving. So they said, yeah, we've had a couple calls about this. Uh, we've got ah. somebody on the way there Good. Uh, right now. So they said, thank you for the license plate. Nobody else has given us that yet. Would you so. stick
0: around for the bus? I'd stick around for the bus. I, like, I, so I this. did
2: a little bit, and then it was at the end of a long day, so I was, I, I ended up just taking Highway 8, and I'm like, I'm going home. <laughs> really, I'm like, <laughs> okay. if this guy's driving to London, I don't want to be part of this. So yeah. I'm like, oh, just forget it. So. My
1: vigilante days are over. <laughs> That's right, yeah.
2: So my hope is that, that something was taken care of there. But yeah, I would say something because I, 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 I don't know the situation, right? And you can't police it. If yeah. you don't know the situation for sure,
0: you never get in trouble for calling 911 when you suspect a drunk driver, regardless of whether they're stumbling toward the car with keys in their hands or whether they're behind the actual wheel, started the car, et cetera. You'll never get in trouble for that. So I think there's nothing wrong with doing I it. I
2: bet you I know exactly how it goes. So, Kat, play along with me here. 911, what's your emergency? Uh, yeah, oh, it's cat again. <laughs> Hang
1: on.
0: Hang on. You know, I never called that. I've called not I've called the police before when I saw, but it wasn't a drunk driver. It was, uh, abuse happening in the car. I saw the guy punching the shit out of a woman in the passenger Whoa, seat. No kidding. But I was so, I was young and I was like, I didn't know I could call 911. So I called the police number. You know what I mean? Like local dispatch, whatever. And the lady's like, you should call 911. I'm like, he was really fucking punching her.
2: She's like, yeah, I heard and, and you
0: call 911. I know. But I was, it was too late by then because the car had like sped away. I'm like, I don't know where this, what direction this person went in. And she's like, next time, call 911. So I learned my lesson. And from then on, I would call 911. But I haven't done it yet.
1: In the case of the suspected drunk driver, only one in three would do something. Four out of 10 would say something. The vast majority would call 911, which is, of course, what we're supposed to yeah. do if you suspect someone is driving drunk. Next scenario you're just out walking down the street minding your business oh somebody's getting arrested Ooh, that cop's really laying into this guy you suspect this officer is inflicting unnecessary pain on mm. someone that they're arresting that's a tough one do something say something mm-hmm. call the cops other cops or do nothing is the scenario you know what the answer or whip out your phone and L- six say, bus. Yeah. that's exactly that? it yeah i was yeah. gonna say
2: that seems to be the one that everyone goes with now it's like Oh, let's just
1: capture this but, and see where it goes. But you notice that those are some of our finest legal minds, by the way. All of them are citing, yo, bro, you can't do this because of that. And they're always wrong on the law they're <laughs> citing. I
0: don't hate people whipping out their phone, though. No. Isn't that how we ended up with charges? Uh, in the past for situations sure, like this, sure. if we didn't have witness video and witnesses around documenting the situation, yeah. we wouldn't know that people are found guilty. The devil's
2: advocate to that, though, is there's so many occasions where people pull the needed. phone and no one's doing anything yes. with the actual situation. Like you see somebody on the ground who's having a medical emergency and everyone's filming it. And it's like, can someone get in there and help the person? There's 19 cameras, but nobody's doing anything about it. Well,
0: when it's a police officer, though, and that's what the scenario is, a lot of people are afraid if this was just a random dude on top of someone like choking them out or something, it might be different. But when you look into those people who you respect and you go, that's an officer of the law, I trust that everything's okay there, then that's where it becomes really tricky. I would at least say something.
1: Only 14 percent say they would jump in and do something. Man, that's risky. You don't know what's going on there. You don't know the background. You don't know the story, whereas the cop likely mm-hmm. has a lot more information. And and I have to assume with the amount of body cameras that are out there, with the amount of cameras in general, g- cops aren't out there looking for a fight. They'll get into one if they have to, but I don't think they go out there just looking to beat the shit out of somebody. So there's probably a reason for it. If you jump in, well, you just made things a lot worse for yourself, I have to think. But 14% say they would. 47% said they would say something to the cop, half would call 911, but 15% would walk away and do nothing. And I think that that's what you just alluded to, right? The fear that some, that they're
2: going to get tied into this whole yeah. thing and then now, now they have a headache to deal with. Even if they feel that they're right in jumping in to say something, not everybody knows every situation though. So it, it, there's so much more context needed if you're actually going to do something yeah. about it, it that it is a slippery slope to
1: get, it, to get onto. to. A parent is slapping their young child who is misbehaving. Oh, parenting stuff. You're going to jump in and second guess mom or dad?
0: Nobody likes being, nobody likes to be told as a parent that you're doing something wrong as a parent. So I would go in knowing that, but you're talking young child. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of gray area here. So, but young child, if they're like defenseless, basically, you're fucking right. I'm saying something at the, at the least I'm saying something. If not, maybe I'm calling nine one one. If we're talking about like a little tap on the, on on the butt, like it depends on what this is.
2: Well, each person's different then because one person may say any physical contact like that is wrong. Right. Others may say, ah, what's a slap on the butt? Uh,
1: I used to get slapped when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, that whole thing
2: where it's like they used to use a shovel on me and (laughs) look how I turned out. I'm like, exactly. Um, So it really kind of depends on what, uh, what that person's uh, or yourself in that case, what, what your Barometer is for what is abusive. Yeah. And another parent might
1: completely disagree. Yeah. Huh. 14% say they would jump in and do something. It's a very small number that say they would physically intervene to protect the child. 40% would say something. Only one in five would phone the police in that situation wow. if they saw a parent slapping a young child who was misbehaving. 40% would do nothing and just keep on going. Four out of ten. I think about this because we mentioned it earlier
2: with the getting involved when the police are, are doing something. Um, my uh, family member ha- was walking their son, and the son was this is my cousin. He's like two or three years old at the time, and he slipped on ice, and my, my uncle held onto his arm mm. and dislocated his, his shoulder. The kid yeah. fell, and he was trying to hold him to help right. him not fall. Um, the next day... He had his arm in a sling and he's walking, they're walking again, going to pick up my other cousin from school and a neighbor called child services. Really? Thinking that my uncle hurt my cousin. Yeah. Oh, and he shit. was like, what? what? So he had to go through this whole process and he had nothing, no, nothing went wrong. He didn't do anything. Right. But somebody stuck their nose in it and, and thought, well, this must be what has happened. And it's like absolutely wow. not what happened, but it made a life of, uh, frustration for my uncle for quite a while because when a, a case is made or when a call is made, they keep an eye on that. You're on their radar. Yeah, and he's oh, like, I didn't
1: do anything Jesus. at all. My poor son fell and I tried to catch him. Yeah. That was it. Wow. wow. Okay, next one. We'll make this the last one on this topic. A loud confrontation in a store between the store management and and someone who doesn't want to wear a mask. Mm. Do you do something? Do you say something? Are you call in the cops, or are you going to do nothing and walk away?
2: I'm going over to the seasonal department, and I'm getting a lawn chair and I'm
1: bringing yeah! it back to wherever it is.
2: I'm going I'm to ask if they have any popcorn that, that I can pop in a microwave and just sit down and just watch
1: this unfold. I'll
0: be right there with you next to you. I totally agree.
1: So you're not doing anything. You're just going to sit and watch. Yep. I think so. Yeah. That's the vast majority. 43% say, not my pig, not my farm. Yeah, One in four (laughs) might call the cops, though. One in four would make that a 911 call. 35% say they would say something. Only 6% would physically intervene. See, to me, that's a scenario where I might. If this person's being a real asshole and they're being abusive to store staff who are just doing their job, Like it or not, it has nothing to do with the person helping you find a screwdriver at Home Depot. Yeah, they didn't, believe it or not, they didn't come up with mask mandates. (laughs) No, they did not. (laughs) It's shocking, I know. The vast majority would keep on going with their day and not do anything. Would you ask the manager or whoever
2: the staff member is that's involved? Would you say, hey, do you want me to call 911? Would you like to ask them? I think that would probably be the smartest play. If it got
0: that loud, I suppose, and that like a, a... Uh, you know if it was seemed like it was it was really getting bad and getting worse by the second maybe but aside from that nah, man i I don't know uh -uh. zero
1: expectations for noise level in a store i don't know if it got too loud if i would do anything i think i would just wait and see where this thing went if somebody was getting real threatening maybe i might jump in there but the whole thing is so stupid anyway you're arguing over something that they have no control over they didn't do this (laughs) relax yeah Speaking of mask mandates, Dr. Kieran Moore came out yesterday. He uh, did a news conference to promote the fact that that you can get the bivalent COVID booster if you're 12 and up as of Monday, because very few people are going to get the shots. I mean these these clinics are walk ins, and they'll you can get a shot in 10 minutes if you want. one You right walk in now. a circle, they
2: just toss it at
1: you. <laughs> it's like darts <laughs> on your way out. Yeah, it's right in the ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> he said. Uh, He's not ready to declare it an eighth wave yet, even though I think we all know we're in an eighth wave. Doesn't everybody know somebody who's sick oh, yeah. right now? Oh, sure. yes. Yep. So he did leave the door open to bringing back the mask mandate. Stop. How popular is that going to be? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact, you the, just, the fact that you just
0: the fact you just said that we both went, nah, is, I think says enough.
1: Yeah. I know that there's some people who want it. I mean, no. It's such an eye-opening thing. they
0: can do it. That's the frustrating part. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. That's totally fine. Leave the mandate part out of it, though. No,
1: they want everybody to do what they're doing. And going through the comments on, if you read like a CP24 article, don't. Don't do that. (laughs) The comments, though. <laughs> the, comments the comments are comments. amazing. Oh. I love it. People are fighting with complete strangers about something that's only just been floated out there. And I actually do think that that's what that was. It was a test balloon. floated out there, see what the reaction's like, and then they can plan accordingly. we pop
0: that fucking balloon then? <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's what it was.
1: Can I tell you what it's become? The term I'm using for this is rage
2: porn.
0: Oh, it's rage porn.
2: porn. People just get off yeah. and getting angry. They love it. And they don't even know why they're really angry or who they're angry at. It's just, I get a chance to be angry, so let me get angry. Yeah, sure. Um, Cards Against Humanity?
0: I played it before. Like it? Um. Yeah, sometimes.
1: Would you buy their merch? No. What? Why would you buy what? No,
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy merch for a lot of things, though. Okay.
1: Well, they have a store. The Cards Against Humanity Company. And one of the things they just started selling in their store is a new clam-flavored mayonnaise called clamonaise.
0: Are we supposed to put that in our Caesars?
1: It's only available at Target for $9.99 a jar. Clamonaise. Well, I don't know. Would you put Wait regular a minute. mayo is in your it, Caesar?
0: Is this shelf stable?
1: Apparently it oh, is. Okay,
0: I'm out. Nope. There's no fucking way.
1: <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. Don't have to refrigerate. Mm-mm, not good. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, if you want clam on, who would want that extra clam flavor on their chicken sandwich?
0: (laughs) Hasn't that been missing from your chicken sandwich for years? That just extra clam.
2: I like a good BLT with a little slap of clam on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to play a little this or that? Yeah, sure. Because we often do the know the show between you know I have to guess about Scott or guess about Cat, and I'll just throw these out randomly to both of you. So these questions can be answered depending on how you feel uh, vigorously about these answers. I like an opportunity for us to play along. Yeah. This is good. Okay. So let me throw this scenario at you then. Uh, You can only have ketchup as the one condiment you can have for the rest of your life or never have ketchup ever again.
1: Oh, I'm taking hot the ketchup, ketchup every time. Yeah. yeah. So
2: you're keeping ketchup in your life? I'm keeping yes. ketchup. So you're yes. saying goodbye to mustard and relish and all of the other things, hot
1: sauces. Everything else is gone. Oh, hot sauce, though. Yeah, you can't replace ketchup with hot sauce. No. But you can replace hot sauce with ketchup. So mm. ketchup all is right. going to be the winner in my mind. Ketchup. Really? Yeah. Bye bye everything else. I'm I'm kind of surprised by that answer. Really? Now, what about you? You uh, what do you just can't say no to the mayonnaise or, or to the mustard? Or what, I know deal? some people
0: are ranch people. Like for me, it would be hard. Maybe with a little like a ranch or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Dips. No more like, salad does that dressings. Count? Like Nothing. no more dressings at Nothing. all. Nothing. Oh, shit. It's
1: condiments. It, first off, has anybody ever tried ketchup on a salad? <laughs> it does have some
0: vinegar in it. And in the ingredient list. So well, that could go hand in hand with salad ingredients. We should make that a thing, oh, You, hey, we go viral, though.
1: We would totally go yeah, viral. Yeah, we would.
0: We, I'll just, I'll, vi- I'll, vi- I'll film you making a salad and th- throwing ketchup on it. The world would go fucking ape shit.
2: I, I, I've fallen into the algorithms of TikTok and have watched these videos of people who are clearly trolling with the terrible food yeah, they make.
0: like dipping their hot dogs in beers, too, and all the other things that they down do. Down the
2: gullet they go. Yeah. yeah and you're like... Ugh. <laughs> Holy Christ, I just swallowed the beef. I'm certain there's there's got to be a market for this. I think so, too. There's people who want to watch that. Uh, okay, next one. Would you rather get 10 speeding tickets or 10 fillings? Yeah.
0: Oh, come on. Okay,
1: here's the problem with speeding tickets. <laughs> And then I'll tell you the problem with the dentist. Okay. The speeding ticket, I honestly think that we we should redo the way we do speeding tickets in this province. Because it's one thing to get a ticket, and it's an inconvenience, and you only have a short amount of time to pay it, or they're going to suspend your license. Mm -hmm. It's very punitive if they catch you speeding. But I think once you get your fine and you've paid your fine, you've been punished enough. But then the insurance company is like, oh, shit, you got a ticket. Doesn't matter if it even added a point to your license. You're still going to pay an extra few hundred bucks a month every month for the next two years. And I think that's wrong. It's an ongoing punishment for something that you've already been punished for. The government should stop giving that info to the insurance companies. It shouldn't even be on your record unless it's a certain threshold. Like anything under... Thirty over the limit or twenty five over the limit doesn't even go on your record.
2: Anything that you need your insurance company to be involved in should be on in that group. Anything That's right. That they don't, then no, they shouldn't be involved in it. But if you rear end somebody, you need your insurance company. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. But,
1: I mean, to just jack your rates because you were speeding, that's not right. Rolled through a stop sign. Yeah, I Any again, of that kind of stuff. And they'll jam you for hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and they do it for two years. And it's not fair that they do that. And And the government really should take that into account when they're figuring out what the punishment is going to be for various things. Or stop giving us fines. Maybe you just get the ticket, and your punishment is you got to deal with your insurance company.
0: So this comes with all of those things that Scott just mentioned, (laughs) I assume, right? Well, in that case, I'm going with the dentist.
1: Yeah, you're taking the fillings. What's your issue with the with Ah. the dentist? I just don't like the dentist. And I actually really, really like my dentist. He's a great guy. And we laugh and joke. And then as soon as he pulls out his dentist shit, then I get all fucking squirrely. Like, oh, I'm just going to put it in your cheek, uh, this little needle in your cheek. You won't feel a thing. And I'm thinking, if I feel a a thing, (laughs) I will never speak to you again.
2: You know, and it's not even that big of a feeling, but it's just that they tell you it's really nothing. It's fine. And then you're like, it's not nothing. I felt it.
0: No, nothing for who you like, lied you lied to me from I, what perspective
2: so you're going fillings then cat
0: i guess so none mm. of the, neither of those options are good
2: i don't like either of those neither options are fun. either that's I'm a not, shitty i'm question, not
0: having dave. a fun time dave I get
2: rid of this game do better <laughs> dude <laughs> do better all right uh how about this one use a nightclub bathroom at 2 a.m oh. or an outhouse at a music festival
0: Oh, oh shit. no. You These suck. are terrible. <laughs> These are horrible.
1: Thanks for listening to Dave's last episode today, <laughs> <That's right>. everybody. I'm <laughs> going out with a bang. <laughs> um, okay, so I can ask... Actually, Kat could ask this question, too. We're not going to discriminate here. Can I stand or do I have to sit? <laughs> That's Kat, true.
0: You have an advantage. That's bullshit.
1: Yeah, but you could easily lift your leg and pee no! like a dog. No! Take you them. don't have to sit no. down. You choose to sit yeah. down. You can't straddle can you, a urinal women, or anything. Women,
0: women, women, everyone with vaginas at Scott Fox on air.
1: No, you just go at, to the, go to the urinal and you reverse cowgirl it.
0: At the so you now you want me to go into the men's bathroom at two yes. o'clock in the morning, straddle a urinal and take a piss? Yeah. No, thank you. You should try
1: it. Yeah. I'd I rather you, pee can... on the
0: ground, and I've done it before. I'd rather pee outside, outside of a club, which I've done. Sorry, City of Guelph. I've done it before because the bathrooms were that gross. I've done it.
1: There goes that key to the city that we're going to give Kat. Sorry. I I think most people have peed (laughs) on the ground in Guelph, just just being honest. It's
0: the party city. What do you want from me? It happened.
1: I would, uh, first off, I'm not doing the music festival because uh, as much as I enjoy cannabis, I draw the line there and I don't want any other illicit drugs. Whereas I know the bathrooms at a music festival are basically where drugs go to die. So I, I feel like there'd be cross contamination, and I don't know, like my bum would somehow absorb all the cocaine that's in the air.
0: Someone could knock over the potty, po- porta potty, while you're in it. That think about too, that too, because that happens.
1: I am. I, I will use the nightclub bathroom. Mm. I know oh, it's gross. To even yum, think of it. yum. Yeah, yeah. You. Well, I'm glad I asked that question. Um, I'm not.
2: <laughs> Never having a pet ever again, or always having ten pets at a time.
0: Go, I'm opting for
1: no pets.
2: Oh, I would take ten pets.
0: Yeah. Opposites.
1: see what i mean that's why i ask these questions zero give me none so if If there's room in my home there is room for an animal nope so
2: you think too many is is, is, what's too many for you then
0: i've never had more than one in my life at one time i'm going to say two would be two would be enough i would stop at two kind of like children i stop at two that's it
1: both dogs or would you have like a dog and a cat
0: dog and a hamster fish iguana doesn't matter two
1: Really? Too no much
0: responsibility.
2: Uh, and you're I'll... you're opening a ranch and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <and> well, <laughs> and so for fields. you.
0: Hey, if you're in that if you're in that stage of life, I say giver, right? Like if I lived on a farm, my answer would be
1: different. I don't. But see, I think it'd be cool to have those farm license plates. So if I can somehow convince them that my home in a subdivision in Burlington is a farm, <laughs> then I would take on ten animals. I'm already growing some great crops.
0: Yeah. I hmm. say you should go for it. I say what's I'm gonna ask you what's stopping you, sir
1: job, work. I don't really have time for 10 animals. I think it's a great idea for you. For
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) Not not for for me.
1: me. Uh, (laughs) I'll come Uh, visit
0: uh, all your animals. uh, By (laughs) the way, a
1: a little off topic, but kind of on. A fox showed up at my house yesterday. (gasps) I wasn't even home. My girlfriend took a picture of him. He was sitting on my porch. Obviously he knew where to go. He did know where to go and that's great. But I think a fox- would be a great pet. It's the perfect compromise between a cat and a dog. And I'm wondering, do you think I could get away with a fox as a pet? Or would people start like phoning 911 when I'm walking the fox?
0: Yes, to answer your question, they probably would. And also, no, it wouldn't be a good idea if you plan to have any more animals in the house. Ah. If it's just a fox, I don't see why not.
1: Yeah, I think they'd be a great pet. I don't know how the fox would feel about it, but I personally would enjoy it. Every day, Scott's like, I have one less pet today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where did they go? Did always, you eat the cat again? And, and my fox took a massive shit. Yeah, I
2: thought I was always supposed to have ten. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening right now? Uh, last one I'll, I'll throw at you is: Would you rather take? I'm going to present this to you. You have two hundred dollars that can be yours, or there's five hundred dollars in another pile that you can just give to somebody else. Would you take Aww. the two hundred for yourself,
1: or would you say I'm going to give that person five hundred in this economy?
0: Uh, yeah, in this, uh, I'm, I'm giving the 500. I'll answer that right now.
1: I would give the 500 as well. But do I that? get to pick who the 500 goes to? No.
0: Oh, it's like an anonymous situation?
2: Nope. You just don't get to pick. Oh. So you don't get to know that the money
1: is going to a certain person. Is there any chance that that 500 bucks ends up in the hands of somebody that doesn't really need the money? Yep. Dang. Ah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, you don't get to know. I would, I, I, if I don't know where it's going, if I can't be assured that it's going to somebody who needs it, I might keep that 200 bucks. And you also can't give your 200 bucks away either. I got to Oh, I was it? just going to say yeah, a loophole. Yeah, I'm just no. going to
0: take the 200 and give it to someone who needs yeah, it.
1: no, you can't do I that. I can't do that? No.
0: I must spend it.
1: What if you can take 200 for yourself or 500?
0: <laughs> We're changing the question It yeah. goes now. <laughs> to
1: Dave. Either I keep 200 for me or Dave gets 500. I'll
0: give Dave 500.
1: He doesn't need 500 bucks.
0: He's got, yeah, but he's got, uh, he's got a baby on the way. I he can always, always use $500. Use $500. Let's, $500. Not,
1: let's not start this rumor
2: that I can't I'm, use an extra $500.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: John global's like,
1: <laughs> all right, that Thanks makes that you. easy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Deduction. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I would probably give away the 500 bucks as well. Yeah. I, I think I'll that's give it away. I'll the, hope for the best. The good thing to do. Yeah. Huh. Um, your, uh, oh, you did your gender reveal last week. Are you going to talk oh, about that? or like, What you are want, you
0: sighing about? This is a happy
2: time. I didn't want to do a gender reveal.
1: I had no interest in doing a gender reveal. They, oh, I never thanked you for not inviting me, by the way. Oh, good. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. Well,
2: So just to give a bit of the backstory on it, it, it was not intended to be a thing. I, it's just not for me. I, I don't. It's not my thing. Gender reveals are just not for me. Sure. So... My wife and I had said, all right, well, let's, we'll do something nice just between the two of us and it'll be fun and keep it to ourselves. And then my daughter wants to get some, get involved. So she's involved. That's exciting for her. Yeah. And then, and then they started, you know, figuring out ways to, to do this in a fun way. And I thought, okay, all right. And then, and then my wife says, well, and then my family's going to be here on Thanksgiving weekend and your mom and your grandma is coming. So why don't, why don't we just do something with them kind of fun together in the backyard. So they ended up buying these gender reveal baseballs. And it comes in a box of two. And uh, one person knows, obviously, which, which one is on, the, uh, on, on all the um, paperwork that we get from the ultrasound and that. So my daughter was the only one who knew. We didn't know. So she knows which ball to throw. And I said, okay, well, I'll go out and, and I'll hit the ball in the backyard. First of all, ton of pressure. Because yeah. if that ball, it's kind of like a ceramic-y sort of thing. Yeah. So if that ball, if I don't hit that ball, it hits the ground. And then there's a poof of colored <laughs> dust on the ground. I'm like, oh, there's. Yay!
0: I was also worried as I was watching it. I thought, what if you accidentally like nailed Grandma in the face or something with the ball? You know that how? would be my fear. So
2: that that almost happened. Okay. Because be- look, uh, you give me a baseball bat, I'm going to swing. Yeah. You, there's no. There's no first gear. You got to go right. Right. For it. I'm not bunting. Put right. it that way. So, <laughs> so I'm not playing small ball here. So I, I get the ball tossed to me a little bit inside for my taste. Um, and it was your
0: daughter. Do- and it was your daughter who yeah. had thrown this. We had a right? long,
2: long talk afterwards about being better at throwing. Um, but uh, yeah,
0: sounds <laughs> like a dad job to me, right?
2: Yeah. So I made contact, <laughs> uh, and and poof, it, it it explodes and pink dust. Yay. it's a girl. It's oh. a... So so it's kind of sweet, kind of fun, and mm-hmm. uh, and then as soon as that's all done, there's you know nine people filming this. And they've somehow put together a super cut faster than, you know, like Paramount Studios can do. And my wife's like, oh, I'm just going to post it now. And I go, but I thought this was going to be just a thing for us. And she's like, yeah, but it's, I I like how it turned out. I'm just going to post it. I'm like, so this is a freaking gender reveal thing now. It's happened. It happened. So, yeah, so she posted it. I didn't post it. Because I stuck to my guns. I said, no, I'm not posting it. I just sent it to people that I cared about that were close to me. Yeah, And, and cool. said, hey, look at this. So what I did is I tied in the, um, I'm such a nerd for the, for the Blue Jays. So I tied in uh, the home run call that Jerry Howarth, the radio uh, play-by-play guy at the time. Legend. Legend. Um, he did the, the, it was the Jose Bautista bat flip.
0: Home oh, run. which is the anniversary. Today's the seven year anniversary <sighs> of that, by the way.
2: And, and the beauty of it, is, and the reason I picked it is because I know his home run call is there she goes. Aww. So when the pink poof of smoke comes out. He says, there she goes. And I was like, that just works perfectly.
0: I think you seem pretty into this gender reveal thing is what I think. I no, think that was that. after <laughs> the fact.
2: That was after. And again, I think you liked it. And again, all within my circle. <laughs> That's I didn't good. I didn't want it to be a big public thing, but here I am talking about it on the podcast.
0: Did you think it was going to be a boy? I, I feel like I, we had a conversation where you were like, I feel like it's a boy, but you never, I mean, whatever.
2: No, yeah. you don't. You don't You know. don't know. No. Um, and I, I... Absolutely happy either way. Didn't Didn't matter to me, you know, whatever
1: the conversation ended up being. I was like, sure. A healthy great. baby is what's important. That's all I wanted. That's right. You now have a lot in common with Kat's husband. You're going to be the only guy living with a wife and two daughters. Mm-hmm. It's uh, going to take some getting used to. There's going to be a lot of and shit in your future hair ties all over the all oh, over I the floor that. I that now. that's my
0: my husband's number one complaint i asked him about living with girls now so far my girls are quite young so we'll see in the teenage years what the complaint is but currently it's fucking hair ties are all over this house <laughs> there's a hair tie on the side table there's another one on the couch like how many hair ties do we need in this house yeah
2: so what i started and he's doing, not wrong
0: he's, he's not wrong
2: i started collecting them and putting <laughs> them in a jar like one of those like mason yeah. big mason jars yeah and i hid the jar <gasps> and waited until everyone was like, I can't find a hair tie. Where's all the hair ties? And like, well, why are you asking me? I don't use them. But every time I would find one on the counter, I'd find one on the the bench at the front yeah. door. I'd find yeah. them on the the table in the living room, it's and I would just collect them as I go. It's just
0: a reminder when they're not around that they're there for you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a lovely little token. Oh,
2: it's wonderful. It's
0: more. It's better than a lot of other things that everyone. A a hair around. tie
2: out of a out of a uh, a tub drain. <laughs> Mm, so fun mm. it's yeah. the best time of yeah. my life
0: Fun,
2: mind you getting the hair out of the drain is no more fun than that, that there's so. yeah. Yeah. a lot of that's shedding that's the worst I had long yeah. hair for a long time so I, I know what that's like and <laughs> okay having oh, a yeah, the whole yeah. thing is Not just fun. yeah would you rather use a, a nightclub bathroom
1: or pull the hair out of yeah, a tub yeah that's a great question <laughs> yeah uh, and your wife is happy this is probably great news for her yeah, she's she's super excited. She
2: flip-flopped. She, for a while, was like, I want it. I want a boy. I always want a boy. I always wanted a boy. And then she said, like, a week before we found out that, that we're having a, a girl, she said, I think I want a girl. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. So I, I don't know what that means, but...
0: She changed the gender
2: within her. That's right. She <laughs> she thought on it. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, anybody we need to apologize to? Uh, yes, there's a long list of people that we should apologize Bring it. to. Um You know what? I'm going to sum it up nice and easily. Everyone.
1: We're apologizing
2: to everybody. Especially. Especially the people uh, at Fresh 93.1, not 93.1 Fresh Radio. (laughs) We'll Uh, we'll get
0: it right by Monday.
2: That's right. So we apologize for that. Um, But I have all weekend to practice. (laughs) I'm going to call you a few (laughs) times this weekend and be like, what's it called? Pop quiz. What's it called? Uh, And then just, just at the end of this thing, as we always have to do, we have to apologize to Mike Tyson. Not because he did anything in particular, but just because it's a good idea.
1: Well said. Have a great weekend, everybody. This weekend Halloween ends, which is the 13th and final movie in the Halloween franchise hits theaters. And you could tell Michael Myers is getting old cuz in this final film, uh, he runs for president. <laughs> Meta this week launched its most advanced virtual reality headset ever, which costs $1500. They're so advanced you'll completely forget that your wife left you. <laughs> hey guys, I read that Subway said that they've uh, now experiencing record-setting sales. Yep. Subway is doing great. The CEO was like, take that, real tuna. The After Nine podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy.